and clomped to the bar. Pushing aside a stool to stand in front of the barkeep, Can I help you? The thin man said in a weak voice as he looked up. Gafgarn placed several copper coins on the table and muttered, Ale and food. In the low, grumbly voice, one would expect to come from a pit of crocodiles in need of root canals. The barkeep didn't bother counting the coins, but quickly filled a tankard for the giant, grabbing a meat pie and bringing them over. Gafgarn ate the sample-sized pie in three gargantuan bites, and then slowly enjoyed his ale, standing the entire time. The bartender suggested he take a seat, but Gafgarn simply ignored the tiny man. As the giant enjoyed his ale, gazing into it between gulps, a group of four ragtag men shuffled up behind him with knives and swords drawn. Hearing them unsheath their weapons, Gafgarn turned around, taking a deep pull from his tankard. As one attempted to speak threateningly, a large, dirty man, still resting a healthy head under the behemoth, Gafgarn raised an imposing palm up to stop the man mid-sentence. He took one last, long, deep pull of ale, finished off the tankard. His head moved far back, making his hood fall off as he looked down at the men. Gafgarn's face was gruff and dark, with a bulbous nose, squared face, large, expressive brow. He had a beard of stubble, with hair of equal length on his head. It looked as if he had shaved his entire head sometime in the prior week. Scars decorated his features, cutting down his chin, along a cheek, across thick lips and through an eyebrow. Bored, dark brown eyes browsed the faces of the awestruck men standing before him. His head rested resolutely on a neck thicker than the typical man's thigh. Veins popped along his muscles like the roots of a tree from a solid stone. He rested the empty tankard on the counter and stood looking at the men. The large, scraggly one with the empty threat continued. Your shoes, mate. They're shiny and look like they fetch a nice price. And? Gafgarn responded indifferently in his deep and partial voice. The man smelled of dust. The men exchanged confused looks. Then, the smallest of the four stood on his toes and prodded Gafgarn's chest with the tip of a dagger. Oi! Are you daft or somewhat? We'd like to fetch that price, see? Hand him over, easy like, and we'll leave you to your drinking. Gafgarn swiftly struck out, smashing the man's face with a fist as large as his head. The dagger spun in the air in front of Gafgarn's chest as the man hit the floor, unconscious with a broken nose. As the dagger stuck in the floor, the larger man reached to punch Gafgarn in the jaw. He was knocked out cold by a quick elbow to the chin. Oh. The third man swiped down at Gafgarn's knee with his sword. But Gafgarn was again far quicker. He brought up a boot to deflect the weapon. Simultaneously, grabbing the back of the man's head and thrusting it into his rising knee. The man slumped to the floor, holding his face and making odd choking noises. Gafgarn looked to the fourth, who backpedaled on buckling knees. The man placed his fingers in his mouth, letting loose a piercing whistle. Everyone except for the suited academic 
stood up where they sat, readying clubs, maces, swords, and daggers. You really are daft, Lummox, the fourth man said, smiling. This is Smidgen's posse, oi! You're gonna have to answer for that one, mate! Is that really his name? Smidgen? Gafgarn responded, raising a huge eyebrow. The man laughed. Oi! He runs this here highway, and he'd like them boots. Now we'll be taking them off your corpse. Gafgarn stood by the bar, unflinching, as the group of men began walking slowly forward, brandishing their weapons and crooked smiles. In the corner of his eye, he saw the well-dressed man stand up. The man grabbed the heavy book he was reading, closed it, and walked nonchalantly around his table to the nearest hoodlum, who... So focused on Gafgarn, hadn't noticed the skinny man's movement. He stood behind the hoodlum, feeling the covers of the heavy book for a moment, and smiling innocently. Then, abruptly, his eyes and smile widened into something Gafgarn could only think of as astonishingly psychotic, as he slammed the heavy book across the backside of the hoodlum's head. The man fell unconscious to the floor. As the well-dressed man then tossed the book with all of his strength at the nearest bandit. The book slammed into the target's nose just as he turned towards the well-dressed man. Several other men twisted around in surprise. There were ten men between Gafgarn and the well-dressed man now. And what happened next did so very quickly and very brutally. Three men lunged at Gafgarn, who lifted a stool with one hand and smashed it against two of the men, launching them. The third man tackled Gafgarn at the waist, pushing him back into the bar. He attempted to catch himself with his arm, but it slid across the counter strangely, as if the surface had been covered in a slippery soap. The giant toppled awkwardly to the floor as the third man's axe blade bit into the bar top. From the floor, Gafgarn kicked out at the man's knee and smiled in satisfaction at the pop as the kneecap knocked out of place. And the man squealed in pain. A fourth rushed over, swinging a club at Gafgarn's face. He blocked it with one boot and used the other to break the man's ankle. The man screamed as he hit the floor, but was cut short by an elbow to the back of the head. Gafgarn vaulted up onto his feet, just as a fist hit him square in the eye. He recoiled, falling into a chair, which inexplicably slid out from under him. As he dropped onto the floor, he reached back to grab the chair by its backrest. Swinging it at the fifth attacker, the chair showered the arena in splinters and pieces, and the man fell to the floor unconscious. At the same time, the well-dressed man raised his arms up, pointing loose fists at his group of bandits. With a squeeze of his fingers, he launched bolts out from his sleeves, shooting two men in the head as they slumped to the ground lifeless. 